Welcome everyone. Once again, I wanted to go ahead and set up the second podcast for the day as I referenced in my first one on asset allocation. And I wanted to do this one today on I-bonds in particular because I've been getting a ton of questions on those things. Given where the market is, we are down year to date. If you're a tech investor, you've been kind of sliding downhill since last March. And if you're a middle-of-the-road investor, like pretty much everybody else, then November of last year is when you started seeing things turn around. All right. And as a result, people are looking for safer places to put their money. And I did discuss that in my other podcast today on asset allocation, but I wanted to go ahead and address specifically some questions in and around I-bonds that I have been getting. All right. A series I-bond or an inflation-adjusted bond is issued by the federal government, issued by the Treasury. Okay. You can't go to Fidelity, Vanguard, your bank, your financial advisor, whatever, to buy these things. You've got to go directly to the Treasury Department. So you go to Treasury Direct, all right? And what these bonds do, and I'm sure some of you have heard a lot about these, um, you purchase the bonds directly from the federal government. They are going to be issued at this time with a yield of 9.62%. And you can buy it at that yield through October of this year. Might go up, might go down, depends on what inflation does. All right, because these bonds are designed to outpace inflation by approximately one percentage point. So, you know, we got some inflation numbers yesterday. They've come down just a smidge, but let's just say inflation is running at about 8.5% you can buy these bonds and earn an income or earn in yield 9.62%. Okay, so it's pretty good. It's a a pretty good deal relative to where the stock market is and perhaps where, for those of you who have a fixed income component to your portfolio already, that's a whole lot higher than the yields you're getting on your other bonds. All right. Now, there are some caveats here, right? There's a catch. You're not going to just be able to go and throw all of your money at these things, okay? You can only purchase up to $10,000 per year of these bonds if you buy them in the electronic version. If you buy them in the paper form, which I can't imagine a lot of people doing today, but if you want to, go for it. You can only purchase up to $5,000 per year, okay? Let me say that again. If you're buying the electronic version, you can buy up to $10,000 worth per year per person. If you want the paper version, if you want the certificates sent to you, okay, $5,000 per person per year. Still not a bad deal, 9.62% on the income or the yield, okay? And because you have the option of buying either electronic or paper, the bonds are denominated slightly differently. So for example, if you're buying electronic, as I'm sure most of you will do, uh, these bonds are sold in $25 increments. Or put it another way, it is a $25 minimum purchase. Still get the 9.62% if you buy before October. All right. If you're buying the paper version, it's a little different. You can buy it in 50, 100, 200, 500, and $1,000 increments. All right. Um, Either way, you're going to go ahead and get at this time 9.62% interest. What's fascinating about these particular federal bonds is that 
they will be state tax free. All right, let me say that again. They are state tax free. So if you live in a state like California, New York, um, etc., high income tax uh, states, you don't have to pay any taxes on the income earned on these bonds. All right, there will be some federal taxes unless you use them for higher education, believe it or not. And I have to correct myself because in my asset allocation podcast, I said they were federally tax-free, and I should have finished the phrase, they were federally federally tax-free if you're using them for higher education. My apologies. Again, they are state tax-free, federally tax-free if you use them for education. Another question I get about these things is, um, how long do I have to hold them? Minimum term of ownership is one year, all right? But chances are, if you're buying bonds, right, if this fits within your fixed income component of an appropriate allocation for you, all right, you're probably going to hold them longer than one year, all right? These are 30-year bonds, okay? You don't have to hold them for 30 years, but you got to hold them at least one year, all right? And there are some early redemption penalties, okay? So if you sell them before five years, all right, remember holding them only a minimum of a year, but you sell it before five years, you forfeit interest from the previous three months, okay? That's not bad. Depending upon what you're trying to do with your resources, it's not a bad deal. After five years, there is no penalty. Some of you who are a little more sophisticated with the market will go ahead and forego that three-month interest amount if you think the market's gonna turn around, right? And you can do better with your stock component or equity component of investments, meaning you're trying to pick the bottom, you think you're close, we've got a little bit of interest earned that's state tax-free, federally taxable on these bonds that I'm earning 9.62%, but I think the market's going to turn around. I'll go ahead and forfeit that three months worth of interest with the understanding that I will make that up and then some with the potential growth in the stock market once again. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the market does turn around. Now, that last comment was more for you sophisticated investors who are trying to do things other than buy and hold or protect your cash at, let's say, 10 grand a year from being eaten up by inflation. For everybody else who's got a buy and hold strategy, please ignore that last part. This is a short podcast today, ladies and gentlemen, because this is number two. I spoke about asset allocation earlier. I-bonds fit within the income component of an allocation, all right? The younger we are, the less bonds we have, right? So this might not be relevant to you if you are in your 20s or maybe early 30s. But those folks who are listening who are 40-plus, I hope you enjoyed my explanation on I-bonds. Please go to Treasury Direct to buy your own because you can't use your broker or advisor, rather. You can't use your bank, can't use Vanguard, Fidelity. Wherever it is your money is, you got to go Treasury Direct. All right, remember, one-year minimum hold. If you sell them before a five-year period, all right, you'll forfeit three months of interest. Some of you, that doesn't really matter. Also, these are state tax-free. There will be federally taxes owed unless you're using the proceeds earned from these bonds or the principal value of these bonds for funding higher education. All right. Denominations, $25 each. Electronic, pretty small. Paper, 50, 100, 200, and 
500 all right I know there'll be some folks out there buying paper but these days most folks do electronics so I'm just gonna go ahead and say 10 grand maximum per year all right that's kinda where we are if and only if you want the paper that's five grand per year that you could purchase once again this is touchstone financial education my name is Elliot if you have any questions or comments you can reach out to me through touchstonefinancialeducation.com just scroll on down to the end of the website shoot me a message thank you for those of you thank you to those of you who have sent me a message already thank you to my international listeners as well if you have any questions specific to your portfolio you want an objective opinion someone who doesn't look to manage your assets someone who won't have any skin in the game if you will won't be charging you an annual fee you just want more of a coaching model also reach out to me because I do provide that service one-on-one -on -one as well as um, a class setting. Thanks for listening. I hope this explained to some of you how these I-bonds work. Please listen to the Asset Allocation podcast as well as my previous five or six podcasts as well. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.